Welcome to the Early Retirement Show. If you are a longtime listener, thank you. And if you are new to the show, as a reminder, this show is dedicated to helping you retire early, otherwise known as the show dedicated to helping you understand what you have to do to be in a position where you are financially free, where work is now optional. So whether you are a few years out from retirement and you just want to know everything to prepare for that big date, or you're new in your journey and you want to get a head start on maximizing what you've worked so hard for throughout your life, this is the show for you. So we discuss everything from investments to taxes to insurance and everything that comes in between. So without further ado, let's go ahead and hop into today's episode. Welcome back to the show, and I want to say a big thank you to everyone who has been watching the videos on YouTube. It's been great seeing feedback there, as well as through the podcast reviews. So thank you so much to all of those who continue to leave those. Um, it's very fun for me to see them, and another reason I love getting to do this. So today's episode, a, a bit of an interesting one. Um, I kind of say all of them are interesting now, just because they are to me, but I hope they are certainly to you. And if they're not, remember, always submit a question to me on my website, earlyretirementpodcast.com, and I'll answer that in a future episode. So today's episode is about a Monte Carlo analysis and specifically why you should not use that to retire. Now, you might hear that and go, Ari, that does not even sound like English. I don't have a friend named Monte Carlo. What are you talking about? And I'm going to discuss that in today's episode. So I promise to give you a full summary and an understanding of what this even is. So you might have heard of a friend or a neighbor or someone here um, about a Monte Carlo analysis. What it is, is it's a model that's used to predict predict the probability of different outcomes when there are different variables involved. So very simply, um, it tells you what's your probability of having a successful retirement outcome. Now, to me, there's a few great things about it, and there's a few not so great things about it, which we're going to be exploring today. But you might have heard someone um, at a dinner party say, hey, if you have a financial advisor, make sure that they run a Monte Carlo analysis to find out how really successful your retirement outcome is. And what it does is it shoots out a percentage. So it might tell you based off of how much you've saved and invested and you want to spend, here's the likelihood that you can retire and never run out of money. So your probability of success in retirement. Here's what it does not tell you, which I think is not talked about near enough as it needs to be, in my opinion, which is it does not tell you what you need to do to reach your retirement goals. It doesn't tell you if you're taking the right actions to reach those outcomes. And it doesn't, more than anything, it doesn't know you. The goal of financial planning, in my opinion, is to tell you specifically, here are the direct actions you need to take so that you can reach your ideal retirement. Do I need to make sure I'm converting enough from my pre-tax assets to after-tax? Am I saving enough? Am I oversaving? Should I be spending more and doing more today? Are there legacy goals? What do you need to have happen so you can have your ideal retirement? And are there better paths you should be taking? Are there shortcuts? Are there times when I'm going to tell you, hypothetically, if you're my client, I want you to stop and enjoy the view um, and that's why this is so important to me is because here's how a Monte Carlo analysis works and then I'm promised to tying it all back for you. So 
Monte Carlo analysis, it uses data such as what you want to spend every year in retirement, how much you're currently saving, the return rate you're expecting of your investments, and it generates thousands of random outcomes through a simulation, giving you a, a good sense of what are the best case and worst case scenarios of what your future might look like. So you might have a financial planner and they might be telling you, um, that if you have a 80% chance of success or higher through a Monte Carlo analysis, you're in a comfortable position to retire. You probably won't run out of money. Now, people don't want to hear that they're probably not going to run out of money. Probably does not allow you to sleep well at night. A financial plan with confidence and an understanding that allows you to sleep at night. And if you're in, call it the 60 to 80% range, I'm not going to say it's not confident, but it meaning it means from the Monte Carlo analysis perspective, you might be okay, but you also might not be. Now, who wants to hear that? So if you're under that 60%, then the analysis is saying you need to work and understand what you need to do to change your plan. So here's, in my opinion, the issue with this. If you're an investor, you really want to have a good sense of how much you need to be saving and investing particularly so that you never have to run out of money in retirement. And there's two main concerns. The first concern is one that you're very well aware of, which is it is not fun when your money is going up and down in the market, especially when retirement's approaching. Now, that's the first concern that many people have. The second concern that I'm more concerned with as a planner, making sure people don't outlive their money, is the purchasing power risk. What is the risk that our money is losing value over time? So there's a balance to be had there. There's a balance so that you make sure that you are outpacing inflation and your money isn't losing its value, but you're also making sure that you have enough in conservative investments so that should the market take a downturn right before you retire, you go, hey, I don't care. I've got a plan. My strategy shows me, hey, I'm going to be not just fine. I'm going to be in a great spot. And so a Monte Carlo analysis, is it can be helpful at the beginning. I'm not trying to degrade it. If you're an investor and you want to look at a Monte Carlo analysis, it's a good starting place. It won't give you a good idea of how to best manage your portfolio, but it does tell you, okay, where are you from a probability standpoint? What I would invite you to look at is really taking a deeper dive into creating that financial plan with a planner, with yourself, with resources like this. Um, if you don't have a written plan with what to do with your money and your investments, the Monte Carlo analysis just truthfully won't be that helpful. And the last thing I want you to do is waste time. So here are some of the, the benefits, in my opinion, is that it gives you an understanding of really the volatility of investing. Although we can make as many reasonable assumptions as we think about what might happen in the investments, meaning do we think, you know, let's expect 6% after taxes, you know, moving forward from a return perspective, um, that's fine. But that's just an assumption. We can choose 8% per year. We can choose 10% per year. We can choose whatever we want. But the reality is we never know for sure what the stock market is going to do. And so that's why Monte Carlo analysis can be helpful. Um, it gives you an approximation of whether you're on track. Not yes, you're on track. No, you're not. But it starts the conversation, in my opinion. Um, a disadvantage is it might show you you're at 100% chance of success. To me, that still does not mean that you are completely you know, in a way protected from running out of money. Um, and to me, it doesn't show you ways to optimize what you're doing. It doesn't show you a specific way to get from A to B. Um, and ultimately, it doesn't let you sleep at night. So 
To summarize what about Monte Carlo analysis is important, it's a good way to start the conversation and a good way to say, let me take my foot and put it in the water and say, hey, where am I at in terms of retirement? It's, it's a nice way of starting, but it doesn't go as far as I think it should, which is what's most important to you? Legacy goals? Is it spending as much as possible that you've worked so hard for? Is it traveling? Um, whatever your goals are, it's not going to assist with optimizing that. It's not a substitute in any means for a financial plan. Um, your goal with financial planning is to understand how can you save the most money in taxes over retirement? How can you best be invested? How can you live your best life? And the goal is not to have a amazing Monte Carlo score. Um, now, this is something we say at my firm, but we always say the sign of a great financial plan is a life well lived. Um, and it's all about maximizing your return on life. And how can you do that? By optimizing your money. The reason, and I believe some of you have already heard this, if not sent me messages about this, I love numbers because it helps you live a better life. It's not the numbers I love. It's what it can create for you. I happen to feel that I'm skilled at understanding numbers and how to best use them, but I don't just nerd out over just numbers. Now, sometimes I, I do, honestly, but when I'm not, I'm really thinking, how can I best use numbers to help my clients live their best life, help my family and friends live our best lives? And how can we not be unnecessarily stressed? How can we make sure that we're looking at everything holistically? So that's just the way I live, and that's what I wanted to share from a Monte Carlo analysis perspective in today's episode. Once again, if this has been helpful, please do share it with a friend. Um, that's how the podcast grows. That's why I love doing what I do. Um, as a reminder, if you are interested in any financial planning work, this is the work that I do. I help people create that strategy to retire. It might be retiring early. It might be retiring. It might be starting out um, to me, it's just about that strategy. That's what I love doing. Um, so you can always reach out to me, either submitting a question, you can email me, um, and you can understand what you need to do and where you are today so you have a very clear sense of how to reach your goals. So that's it for today's episode. Um, I'll see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening. If that was helpful, please do subscribe, leave five stars, rate it, review it, all that good stuff, and let me know how I can best help. I love answering questions, whether it's about taxes, investments, whatever is on your mind. I love seeing how I can best help you. So as always, you can submit a question on my website, personalfinanceredefined.co. That's personalfinanceredefined.co, and I'll see you all next week. Hey everyone, quick disclaimer here. Please be smart about this, and before taking any action, consult with your tax planner or financial planner. Nothing in this podcast should be construed as investment, tax, legal, or other financial advice. It's for informational purposes only.